0: Predict, pick, and prevail in your fantasy football leagues with Nick Giacobi and Nick Cap. From breakouts to busts, superstars to sleepers, these are the guys that will help you achieve fantasy glory. This is the Primetime Fantasy Podcast.
1: Welcome everybody to season two, episode 59 of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast. We give you our predictions, our picks, with the hopes that we hope you prevail for week 12 and the rest. 2022 fantasy football season. I'm your host Nick Giacobi. Joining me is Nick Cap. Nick, it's waiver wire Tuesday slash waiver wire Wednesday coming up. We have a lot of injuries we have got to talk about. It's a loaded injury segment. What? A, how you feeling? Uh, on this Tuesday.
0: Uh, I feel I feel a lot better than I did yesterday. I feel a lot better. Okay. Uh, after, after after uh, Monday night football, looks like I'm going to escape with a four in one fantasy week. Feel a little bit better about my Jets. Uh, okay. We talk later about them, but uh, yeah, all right, a little bit better than I did yesterday.
1: All right, there you go. If this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much. Especially if you watched our live show on Sunday and you decided to catch up on the weekly shows, thank you so much for joining. We do the show on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. This week's a little bit different, but we'll explain that in a minute. Um, but this is our Tuesday show. We're going to give you a news segment, which talks about the injuries and news updates from the weekend. We'll do a waiver wire segment talking about the best waiver wire uh, targets that you could have for this upcoming week. Then we're going to end the show at stash or trash. or tell you if there's players that uh, you may want to toss to that waiver wire, or if you want to keep them on your bench and stash them for a couple more weeks. Uh, Aside from that, we also do shows, like I said, on Mondays, um, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. This week it's only going to be a Thursday show. It's going to be a mega Thursday show to preview preview the uh, Thanksgiving games and the rest of the week 12 matchups. Um, our segment's gonna be a tiny bit different. Still gonna have our all boom and all bust teams for the weekend. Um, and some a fun Thanksgiving segment talking about those games. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mega show on Thursday to get you prepared for week 12, then of course the live show on Sundays. You can find these weekly, these weekly shows or these daily shows, I should say, on, on all audio streaming platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Basically anywhere where you find a podcast, you could find Us the primetime fantasy podcast. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please give us a five star rating and a review. We'd appreciate that. If you'd rather watch and listen to the show, go to our YouTube channel, primetime fantasy podcast, hit that subscribe button, then drop a like on any video that you watch. All right, moving on to the news and the injury updates. First off, Kyle Pitts is believed to have torn MCL. I don't think that's 100% confirmed yet. Um, He was placed on the IR, so he's going to be out from weeks. 12 to i guess 15 um leaving him only two weeks if he did return in your fantasy playoffs um and and it does seem like the mcl is going to require surgery so with that said he's definitely droppable um your thoughts on this kyle pitts injury
0: yeah i think they said he's looking for a second opinion they do think he's going to need the surgery which uh i'm assuming would be season ending for him um sucks for him as a player for your fantasy team i mean you should have already had a backup tight end knowing how inconsistent Kyle Pitts was to this point. So if uh, if you didn't, sorry, but that one's on you. Um, and, I mean, it, it sucks because he seems like a very young, good, talented player, but he was never being properly utilized in that team. So um, it sucks for fantasy. Well, it doesn't suck as much for fantasy as it does in real life for him. Um, we hope he gets better, of course. We never root for an injury, but for your fantasy teams... Um, it might be, a be- it might be better just to start playing the backup anyway. So, um, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, my thoughts are that if you're a Kyle Pitts owner like me, you are now free from deciding to start Kyle Pitts. You could drop him and, and you can move on. Um, it's almost like a little bit of a relief at this point. So, um, yeah, it sucks for him as a player. It's, you know, very talented player, but uh, never really had the opportunity to get going this season. And uh, that kind of sucks. Uh, Justin Fields, who's been the best quarterback in fantasy football over the last five weeks, has a left shoulder injury. It was dislocated in the game. This is is his non-throwing shoulder. Um, Coach Matt Eberflus is calling him day-to-day and see where he is on Wednesday. He does play Knicks-New York Jets on Sunday, which is a really bad matchup uh, for Justin Fields. So I think he's definitely a sit this weekend and see what happens, but I do hope he's okay uh, moving forward the rest of the season because that does make those Bears uh, pass catchers and skill position players a lot more attractive to play uh, for your fantasy playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to Jamar Chase. Um, I believe he was on crutches last week, but there's uh, Zach Taylor said he's going to start working out uh, this week, I guess, maybe a limited practice or something like that. Um, Zach Taylor also said that everything is going according to plan. So not sure if he's going to return this week or next week, but we'll see where he is um, as they practice throughout the week. Joe Mixon's in concussion protocol. He's versing Tennessee on Sunday. It's a good thing that he doesn't have a Thanksgiving game because then he probably wouldn't play. He does have a chance to play on Sunday. We'll see where the week goes. Mel Gordon was released by the Denver Broncos um, basically five months too late, but I guess better now than ever when you have Chase Edmonds who's dealing with a high ankle sprain and out a week and they don't have another running back besides Latavius Murray. So uh, good job, Broncos. You're just doing everything right at the moment. I I don't get them. But anyway, um, I think he's got to be dropped by your fantasy teams. I'm sure he ends up somewhere as a backup, but I don't think he's going to be more than a backup anywhere else.
0: Um, I don't know if he's going to clear waivers, which means he'll get picked up by one of the teams. So you don't have to make a decision until, um, I guess Tuesday when you could pick him up, drop him, whatever. Um, you know, I do think he's still rosterable up until we do know where he lands. He's talented enough where he's going to land somewhere. He's talented enough where the Broncos thought that he deserved 50% of Javante Williams' uh at the beginning of the season. So someone like Baltimore or, um Philly Buffalo the Rams one of those teams that's desperate for a running back I could see making a move for Gordon picking him up off the waivers just to guarantee that they have him but uh I, I do think he's still rosterable up until we know what happens um and where his destination is
1: All right Moving on uh Matthew Stafford has still has a possible concussion he has not entered concussion protocol yet I don't know what they're exactly waiting for but I guess we'll have an update for you on Thursday show but he's not in concussion protocol yet and lastly, some Jets news. Robert Sala, he waited an hour to speak to the media today, and then he said that uh, Zach Wilson is not the starting quarterback. Well, they're not committed to Zach Wilson being the starting quarterback Sunday, I guess. Uh, Nick, you're a Jets fan. Um, your, your thoughts on this, at least from a fantasy perspective?
0: Uh, from a fantasy perspective, when Zach Wilson was not the starter, uh, the Jets passing game with Joe Flacco, whether it's Mike White, Joe Flacco, Chris Treveller, whoever they decide to throw out there, um, they were averaging about 45 pass attempts per game a little over 300 passing yards, and Flacco had five touchdowns through three weeks. Um, if you're getting that type, those type of numbers and that type of volume, um, I mean, you're going to have to start receivers from this team. Um, so for that reason alone, I do think Garrett Wilson is still rosterable until we do know what happens with Zach Wilson. Um, if he does go out there against Chicago, he is going to win that game, um, and then you're going to be stuck into Zach Wilson playing for probably the rest of the season. So I wouldn't be – I do think that they – um, if Zach, I do think Zach will come out as a starter, but if one, two drives, he's not getting anything done. I do think they're going to pull him from the game.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think Zach Wilson is good for fantasy football at all. So, um, I don't, I don't think he's a good quarterback anyway. Um, he's, he's going to be on that long list of jets quarterbacks over the next 12, 15 years. And this, this is why I'm against Seattle drafting a quarterback, um, until they find the right one. So I'm happy we got Geno Smith and we don't have to worry about quarterback right now. Okay, moving on to the waiver wire. We're going to talk about some guys you could add on your waiver wire. Not sure how many more relevant waiver wire weeks we'll have, but we we still have one on week 12, so we're going to talk about it, Um, and you have an opportunity to kind of bolster up your roster before the playoffs. So first off, only quarterback we have listed here is Deshaun Watson at 36%. Um, He does play next week, as far as we know. So this is probably your last chance to get him. I, I mean, next week he's going to be one of the top targets for sure, if you need a quarterback. So I think this might be the last week to get him and stash him on your bench. For running backs, uh, Isaiah Pacheco had his first 100-yard game of his career this weekend, and he's still only owned at 46% of leagues. Rashad White is only owned at 34% of leagues. He did f- probably fly under the radar during the bye week, but if you didn't get him last week, you're probably going to have a tougher time getting him this week, only owned at 34%. Latavius well, Murray, I think, is the sole survivor in, uh, w- with the Broncos, and I think he's a starting running back over there at 34%. And Samajay Ryan who had three receiving touchdowns this week, is owned in 4% of leagues. Um Nick, I, I I think three of these running backs have to be added this week. I think three of them have to be over 50% in P. Ryan, probably in a couple yep. other leagues as well.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I think those are going to be the top three guys on the week, period, regardless. If you're the
1: number one waiver, um, well, I, I shouldn't ask that question. You got to keep your top five first. Anyway, um, on to wide receivers, Donovan Peoples-Jones had another week over double-digit fantasy points, only only 44% of leagues. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Hasn't signed with the team yet, but it's probably coming in the next two weeks. So, you know, if you have an open roster spot, only owned in 29% of leagues. Uh, Traylon Burks had a pretty productive first game as a, as a rookie, at only owned in 22% of leagues. Uh, DeMarcus Robinson exploded this week, owned in 0.6% of leagues. Richie da- Richie James is owned in under 1% of leagues. Uh, who's your preferred receiver uh, out of this group?
0: So when I'm thinking about this, I want to think who could be a league winner um, out of this group. Um And to me, there's only one, which is Odell Beckham. I do see the other four getting a lot of hype, and I do like Donovan Peoples-Jones as the number two from this group. Um, But I don't know if Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to have um, the floor and the ceiling he's seen with Jacoby Brissett, who has played from behind in a lot of these games, um, where I think Odell, if he gets put on that Dallas team, you just saw how well they cooked. um, The Vikings defense, who's been very solid this year, um they they have one of the easiest remaining schedules they're going to be able to get the ball down the field there's a lot more touchdown opportunity for him um than there is for any of the other receivers on this list so um uh the the rumor around town is right after thanksgiving odell's gonna be meeting with the giants and the cowboys and he's going to decide on one of those two. so um we'll see what happens there but i do think odell needs to be owned um this week more more than ever
1: okay And lastly, we have one tight end here. Greg Dolcich is at 49% of leagues. So, Nick, who is your top five waiver targets heading into Week 12?
0: Uh, Number one, I'm going with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, It did appear that Clyde was actually going to get more of a role. Um, He did uh, play five snaps before he got hurt, which is more than he's seen in the last uh, two games within the first quarter. Um, But after that, Pacheco had his best game as a pro. Um, He was very efficient on the ground. The Chiefs have the second easiest remaining schedule rest of season. So, um, you know, the chiefs, they're going to find a way to run the ball, um, just because they're going to coast to the rest, rest, uh, rest up Mahomes and Kelsey a little bit more. Um, they're going to walk away quite quickly in the first half with wins. And I think Pacheco has got a lot of upside there. Um, number two, Richard white, one of the best pass catching rookie running backs in the class. Um, had his first 100-yard game before the bye. I think he should have picked him up going into the bye week, um, but he's still owned in two-thirds of the league, so uh, very rosterable there. Next, i go Latavius Murray. Uh, looks like he's the clear and the only running back in that backfield right now um, for the time being, so I do think as a one-week play, he is a very good one. Um, he'll still be matchup dependent. My number four would be Odell Beckham Jr., um, just because I think he's the only receiver that's available with Lee winning upside. Uh, And then last, if you need a quarterback, it's Deshaun Watson. If you do not need a quarterback, um, I'd go Donovan Peoples-Jones.
1: Okay. Uh, My my top five is going to be uh, Rashad White, Isaiah Pacheco, Latavius Murray. Um, I will go Traylon Burks, and then I'll go Deshaun Watson. Okay, moving on to Stash or Trash. These are players that are owned in over 50% of leagues that you may or may not want to be owning over, you know, in over 50% per, uh, of leagues. So first off, Deontay Johnson's owned in 90% of leagues.
0: I mean, there's no one I would cut him for that we named, but you wouldn't cut him for Rashad white. No, I still wouldn't just because I know that Deontay has so much volume where I'd rather take the guaranteed volume over someone that I think is going to break fifty percent snap share this week. Um, but I, I would if you have the receiving depth and you need a running back. I mean, I wouldn't persecute you for doing it.
1: I, I would, I would do it if I, if I needed the if, I, if Rashad White's going to play more than Deonta Johnson on my team, I would. Uh, Allen Robinson at seventy six percent, he had fourteen fantasy points this week with the touchdown.
0: I'm still holding him. Um, he played pretty well for his first week without Cooper Cup. There, um, the one worry I do have is they did not like just give him the workload that Cooper Cup had. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did see more workload as the weeks came through.
1: Okay, um, I, I I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't trust starting him on most teams, and I could find a better receiver. So I would be I'd be okay cutting him. Uh, Chase Claypool at fifty six percent.
0: I would roster everyone we said over Chase Claypool.
1: Yep. Drake London at 75%. He had a touchdown.
0: I would roster everyone we said over Chase, over uh, Drake London.
1: I would too. How about Brian Robinson at
0: 73%? I would roster uh, the five guys from my top five at least over Brian Robinson.
1: Yeah, I would as well. Uh, A.J. Dillon at 67%.
0: I would roster every <laughs> the top five that I said over AJ. He's Donovan. owned
1: in like he's owned in, I mean, 67%. That's still a lot of leagues. He hasn't cracked double the fantasy points in forever. Um, Garrett Wilson,
0: 81%. I will hold him unless if it's Pacheco or White. I think anyone else, I think I would rather have Garrett Wilson over.
1: I would cut him for my top five if it's not a keeper league. I just don't trust anybody at quarterback for the Jets right now, especially Zach Wilson. Uh, Curtis Samuel at 72%.
0: Um, same thing. I think I'd rather have those top three running backs, and I'd rather chase Odell's upside than not trust Curtis Samuel in a week.
1: Okay. Uh, and Michael Carter at 83%.
0: Um,
1: That run game has not been effective since they lost Brees Hall. I think I would cut him for any that, of those that's running not that's
0: not true. They were they were good against Buffalo the week before the bye. Um, How many
1: points did Michael Carter have? Let me pull it up. Has he had like like a good game since Brees Hall went out? Check. I don't think so. I don't really think him or, or James Robinson has. I, I feel like that offense the, is fallen for The, the two Hall.
0: the two games after um, the two games before the bye. Uh, against new england um he had 10 and then against buffalo he had 16 um then this week at new england he had his worst game of the year at 2.7 okay so i'm still willing to hold them because they are still a run first team and as you said before the show like we thought you thought that the jets wouldn't be able to do anything against new england like it it was what the game that we all expected.
1: yeah that's fair all right i in in that case yes i I still think I'd rather have Rashad White than him. An offense is gonna score a lot of points. I don't think the Jets score a lot of points. I think I'd I, still I rather have take. Rashad White over Michael Carter. I would debate Pacheco or Latavius. Well Latavius in the same situation. I, I think I'd take him over Latavius Murray. Pacheco, I would I would debate. So
0: But I think I think that's fair. Pacheco, Rashad White, and him. That'd be a good one for who you'd wanna like like there's uh cut one, marry two or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That's a that's a good right. like to be yeah. those three.
1: All right, that is our Tuesday show, our Waiver Wire show for Week 12. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully we helped you with your potential Waiver Wire players, and uh, and yeah, hopefully that helps you guys out a little bit. If you enjoyed this show and you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please give us that five-star rating and a review. If you're watching and listening on YouTube, drop a like on this video, hit that subscribe button, share the links with your friends, share the love of the Primetime Fantasy Podcast, share it with your league mates. We'd appreciate that as well. Next time we hear from us will be Thursday. It's our last show of the week before the live show, so it's our big show to prepare you for the Thanksgiving games, and for your week 12 matchup. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to put a lot of work into it. It's going to be a super mega episode. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that one as well. Um, hopefully you guys have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving and spend time with you know the people that you want to spend time with. So uh, aside from that, thank you so much for listening. Um, best of luck on your waiver Wires. And we'll talk to you on Thursday.